0: That was The King of Love, My Shepherd Is, sung by the Westminster Abbey Choir. I I thought they were young people, but they're all older men (laughs) singing this. And Mark Smith is with us on this Tuesday, May the 7th, in the Year of Our Lord 2019,
1: Rumination Tuesday. Older men? What do you think we are? Well, they look older (laughs) than us. Oh, did you see a picture of them? Yeah,
0: I'm looking oh, at it. Really? It's a video. No they're, kidding, they're singing it. Yes,
1: uh-huh. yeah, you can't see it from where you're sitting, but uh, yeah, that's a different melody than we use in the hymnal.
0: By the way, did you recognize that
1: it was written by my uncle? Yes, I saw that. Hey, Henry ba- Henry Baker. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't have an just another baker <laughs> named Henry Baker. Yes, any, any clue as to what your ancestors did as a as a calling? Oh. What their vocation might uh, have been? I think they were Turks.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, that's my attitude. Uh, this is a paraphrase of Psalm twenty three, first appearing in eighteen sixty eight, and it's kind of an example of the application of Christian tunes to psalmody. For example, it talks about the cross in there. And by the way, the words of stanza three were the last words that Baker said that he whispered on
1: his deathbed. How about that? Yeah, appropriate. Perverse and foolish, oft I strayed, but yet in love he sought me, and on his shoulder gently laid, and home rejoicing brought me. It's that picture of Jesus hoisting the sheep on his shoulders, a yep. good shepherd. Well, we'll be
0: getting to all that. Yes. It's Psalm 23, but there are some elements in it that are not part of Psalm 23.
1: So, without further ado, why don't you read the first stanza? The king of love, my shepherd, is, whose goodness faileth never. I nothing lack if I am his, and he is mine forever. Is that true? That says it all, absolutely, yes. There's so, nothing no, nothing, nothing I lack. lack? Nothing I lack as long as he is mine and I am his. I mean, there's nothing that we really need for our salvation. And what's more important than that?
0: But it's not talking about salvation only. It's talking about our whole life on earth.
1: Yeah, he, he provides. He, he does provide.
0: See, I nothing lack if I am his most people who stop going to church believe they're lacking something that God isn't fulfilling. So how do you deal with them? If you're say have them in your office, how do you explain that even though from their point of view they're lacking a lot of things like money or a nice house or a car or a nice family, how can you show them that's not true?
1: Well, I, I would say that uh, you know what the, what they need uh, you know, God doesn't give us everything we want, but He gives us what we need, especially, especially for our eternal salvation.
0: Yes, in, in other words, that we are not lacking anything is actually believing a promise. That's right. And so we live by faith, not by, not sight, by sight. Because by sight, I'm lacking all kinds of things.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. Oh, what do you mean by,
0: it? oh, so
1: you, you're you lacking all kinds of things.
0: So you met my wife? No. Oh, you haven't met
1: my wife? No, no I'm not talking about her. No, we're not that's, talking about our wives. Well, it's one of your great treasures. Boy, yours also. And if we
0: don't say that, we're not going to have much of a that's lunch. That's right, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's really important. I had a really good discussion in, in Bible study. Uh, for example, I had something come up. You know me, I, I hardly get phased with anything. That is true. You're an eternal optimist. Um, Because of the promise. He's going to work right. all things to our good. So That's every right. time something is bad happening to me, I know it's going to work out. I don't know how. Right. But uh, not long ago, I had something that came up and I said, oh boy, uh, how's he going to work this one out? And I had trouble sleeping at night. Really? Yeah, because I was thinking about it. Because you were it. thinking about it. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Now, a lot of times when I do that, I just open up the Bible to Leviticus and
1: get to sleep real fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do it.
0: Yeah, after you read 1,400 names, <laughs> and who's the son of so-and-so, married so-and-so, and they lived so long, et cetera. But just kiddingly on that. The fact of the matter is, is that a sin that i was
1: anxious no uh... i've heard it i've heard it said that to to worry is a sin well i was worried about whether it would work out would you call it worry? it would just just you know i wonder well how's he gonna work this out i think it i think look if if worry or fretting is a sin i think it's one of the most understandable sins but you know it is do you, what do you think? Do you think you're... Yeah, I've got a thought. Okay.
0: <laughs> Go I, ahead. Anytime somebody asks me, is such and such a sin, I try and think if there ever was a time that Jesus, Jesus did it, right. and yes. if he did, then it's out of sin. He was really worried and anxious in the garden of
1: Gethsemane. He was extremely sorrowful unto death. Yes. yes. That's right.
0: Because he knew he was going to be
1: separated from the Father. Yeah, that's right. Um... Was that sin? No, couldn't have been. No, it couldn't have been. There you go. We've been over this ground before, I know. I remember that now. Oh, you do? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) Some people get to the
0: point where they worry and are so anxious they commit suicide. Oh, I know. That would therefore... Despair. Is despair a sin? A despair, it all depends. You know, it's it's hard to tell with personalities because some people... You, you say I'm kind of born optimistically. I know some people who always have a pessimistic attitude. Yeah, glasses that, glasses half empty. Yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than half full or whatever. Right. So we need to be careful. It seems to me that worry becomes sin when you get to the point where you don't think God's going
1: to take right. care
0: of you. Right. Yes. When you start mistrusting. Yeah. But I got really strong faith when it comes to what the Bible says. Right. And I found it interesting that even though I'm absolutely sure he's going to work it out, I still couldn't sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So (laughs) is is that part of just humanity? Is it the old Adam? That's really hard to figure out. Yeah. Now remember, we confess sins which we are aware of and sins which we are not aware of so I just clumped that together on Sunday morning into that area and let God make the decision whether it was a sin or not
1: as that's right who can number his sins yes cleanse cleanse us from secret sins as we say yeah and uh,
0: we're doing a lot of because we're doing communion a number of times uh, we're doing liturgy four, where it says, "If God should mark iniquities, who oh, Lord, could, who could stand?" Yes, but yeah. there is forgiveness that Thou mayest be feared. Very good, excellent. And so, the Psalm twenty-three is really a Psalm of promises, whether or not we see it with our eyes or not. That the King of Love, my Shepherd, is—that's important. Because every other religion in the world, their God is not a king no. of love. Right. No. You're trying to appease him. The exactly. You've got to manipulate him. I'll read two. Where streams of living water flow, my ransomed soul he leadeth, and where the verdant pastures grow, with food celestial feedeth. Now here's the first word we're gonna have yeah, trouble with. Yeah, we, we go over this every year. Every year we go over it, I know seems to It be. comes up
1: every year, I remember it.
0: So, but your explanation, we talked
1: ahead of time, I think it's correct. Verdant I, means? I think rich, yes. fertile. I don't think, the, I don't think it mean green. I don't think verdant means green. I think it means rich, fertile, that kind yeah. of thing.
0: Verdant means filling. Yeah. Remember, we're sheep. Right. And so we want verdant pastures. And with food celestial feedeth. What's that?
1: Well, we know the the twenty third psalm is often used in connection with the Lord's Supper. Exactly. And so it's it's and in fact that comes out real clear lately, uh, later later on. All right. Do three perverse and foolish oft I strayed, but yet in love he sought me, and on his shoulder gently laid, and home rejoicing. Brought me. That's that that's that third verse that uh Henry Baker died with that on his lips, right? Yes. And remember that's Jesus
0: paraphrase of Psalm twenty three. Yes. In the parable
1: of the lost. parable of the lost sheep. Yes, yes. Where he goes and picks him up on his shoulder. Yeah. And it's an it's an adult sheep. It's not just a little lamb as is often depicted. It's an
0: exactly. adult sheep. And that word rejoicing. Um. Actually, in a lot of translations, it's for the joy that was set before him. Endured
1: the cross, despising the shame, yes.
0: Yes, that's the Hebrews passage. Yes. But it's also the same in Psalm 23. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, Luke 15. Uh-huh. That's a great question to start a sermon with. Uh, how many of us would agree that Jesus was rejoicing on the way to the cross? And most people will say no. Yeah. But he was. Yeah. Because he was doing the Father's will. That's right. And he was doing it for a far greater reward,
1: not for him, but for us. Right. And so, rejoicing. For the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Exactly. All right, would you read four? In death's dark veil, I fear no ill. With thee, dear Lord, beside me thy rod and staff my comfort still thy cross before to guide me now rod and staff in light of sheep what would that refer to in our lives uh, let's see i think uh, if i remember right one of them is a protective one of uh, is a, Beating a, pr- a protective animals. yeah right right uh, chase him away remember right. what
0: david did he killed a lion and right. a bear that's right Saul says, how are you going to go against Goliath? He said, look it, didn't you hear? I killed the lion and the bear. Yeah, <laughs>
1: You know, and, um, and then, let's see, one of them, one of them, like I said, is protective. And one of them is also, uh, I think the the yeah. crook right. is used the to, staff. is to reach around the neck of that sheep and p- pull him. Probably that's
0: what Jesus was talking about in the parable. Yeah. Uh, the sheep was lost probably in a ravine and. The shepherd pulled them out, put them on his shoulders,
1: and carried them home. I've always heard that sheep are—you know—sheep are really kind of stupid animals. Yes, and they cannot retrace their steps for anything. If they get lost down in a ravine, they just don't have the capability. I've heard of retracing their steps and getting back to the fold. That's why the good shepherd had to go out and. Uh, and That's bring why them home. in
0: New Guinea. There were no sheep and they changed them into pigs. Pigs pigs, pigs are smart. But it never worked. <laughs> pigs are smart. Because the the yeah. she, you don't have to worry about putting a pig near rushing water. No, uh uh-uh. <laughs> Because they can swim pretty good. And uh, that, that that I found kind of interesting
1: that sheep are someone who really needs a shepherd's yeah. care. Yeah. Remember the you ever read the book Animal Farm? I heard or, of it, George Orwell. Uh, yeah, all the, the guy that talking. The guy that takes over is on the animal farm. On the animal farm is a pig, Napoleon. He oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, 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 the pigs are smart. Yes, and so
0: it's nice to change the scripture, but a lot of times you miss out on something right. that God is trying right. to say. Um, I mean squirrels are really smart <laughs> i caught uh, about 12 of them in our cage and i would take them across the missouri river and i dumped them in a uh i mean they were alive in an area and then at night i had a dream that 300 squirrels were crossing the bridge to come back to my house because they can find where they were
1: even after 20 30 miles away yeah well think about it they also know think about this a squirrel also understands that he's got to cross the street not just get away get out of the way of the car he under he seems to understand that the street is the danger zone really think of that i had never noticed that. yeah well yeah they 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 got across they don't Run toward the car or away from the car, they cross the street. Yeah, that's uh, pretty perceptive on their part. Think who, about it. Who runs towards the car? Uh, I, I, well, I'll tell you who deer. Who? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy. deer in the headlights. Yes, poor deer. In fact, I, I
0: stopped having an accident, I did hit the deer, but I had really slowed down because two deer ran oh, across you in to front watch of me. It. And I have been told that they go in gangs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If you see one, yeah. watch out, because um, several other follow it. And it was a smaller deer, and he just hit the front of my car, but I was only going about three miles an hour. So he got well, right he, up and kept on going. Really got to watch him. Yeah, right. and uh, yeah, the people die. Yes. Are, are you aware of these things you put on your car that makes a sound that supposedly chases the deer away? no i haven't yeah, heard of I've that. heard of that. I don't know if they work or not, but um well, at any rate, if you will go on because you were talking about the Lord's Supper
1: with number five number five thou thou spreadst a table in my sight, thine unctioned grace bestoweth, and oh, what transport of delight from thy pure chalice floweth, and my question is. What does unction mean? Unction is uh, pouring out. It's. Uh, yeah, very good. A pouring out of, uh, you know, His Holy Spirit is poured out upon us. Yes. And uh, of course, that's that picture of my cup overfloweth.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I was thinking of Pentecost, but. Yeah. That yeah. would fit here, too. And what transport of delight from thy pure chalice floweth? So,
1: that's referring to His blood. Yeah. Yeah, which is a foretaste of heaven. Holy communion is a foretaste of heaven, absolutely. In the sense,
0: not that we're going to be having the Lord's Supper there. No. But but that we'll be with Jesus. That's right, but that connects us with... And you know what I always say the Garden of Eden was? A backtaste. A backtaste, that's right. I've heard you say that, yes. Yeah, backtaste of heaven and a foretaste of heaven. So when we are in church we are therefore having a foretaste right of heaven right now yeah. yeah last week's sermon was pretty good it was in revelation and it was talking about priests and so the question was pretty simple i said to them okay we know in the old testament there were priests who led the worship service did the prayer sacrifices today we don't do sacrifices but who would disagree that today's priests in leading the worship, service, and prayers, would be the pastors. Anybody disagree with that?
1: <laughs> well, no, we got the universal priesthood of all believers. We're not pastors. are not priests. We're not... Yes, we're priests. Well, well, in the sense of the universal priesthood of all believers. Yes. So. And
0: nobody had thought about that, yeah, that they right? were all priests. And I started the Lord's Prayer, therefore, during Communion in a different way. I said, now we are about to pray what the Lord has taught his disciples, which no layperson in the Old Testament could ever pray. Right. Because the priests were the ones who were doing the That's prayers. Right. Plus, if we're correct on Jesus spoke Aramaic, uh, most scholars believe when he said our Father, he used Abba.
1: Abba means
0: dad. Yeah, nobody would use that right. in the Old Testament. Right. Oh, no, they never would. Have. No, they would have a much higher oh. understanding and level of father right. than just daddy. Yeah, I did a hymn, and I wrote uh, I wrote the hymn, and then the choir wanted to sing it at one of the times I was preaching at the Sam.
1: Yes, I remember. I remember you preaching that very sermon. I remember that.
0: Yes, and when they sang the hymn, they changed dad to father. <laughs> and Dr. Charlemagne saw me afterwards. He was a professor. He says, they just don't know the Greek. <laughs>
1: it was really a lot of fun. All right. Last I stanza. I, I, remember, I remember that particular sermon you preached. I, very, I, I, I do remember that. Isn't that a long time ago?
0: Well, that's because the Seminex group had left and yeah. they wanted a congregation yes. to oversee the worship. Yes. And I was at St. James at that point and they and, asked and me Doctor Charlamagne
1: Doctor Charlemagne was one of your parishioners too. Yes. They figured, well, it's he gotta, had been it's be good. at Bethel.
0: Yes. But then they went Elka, Uh huh
1: right. And so he
0: wasn't going to stay there, of no. course. And um so he came yeah. over. And I'll tell you our people just loved I always enjoyed bringing in professors. I had six of them at one time. Six
1: professors? Yeah. Wow. So you really had to watch your you really had to watch your sermons. <laughs> See, my
0: goal is always to say something that the congregation doesn't know, but that was hardly possible. <laughs> Just like I said, priests—they knew right away the yeah. priests are the believers, right. and so you couldn't fool them. And half the time, I was quoting from them. Yes, that's right. <laughs> using using their sermons. Yeah. I had, uh, as Doctor Manschoff told me, or Doctor Rosine told me, or
1: you're lucky one of them didn't stand up and recite the very words himself. <laughs> well, I changed the words a little bit. Yeah,
0: not like a pastor who read a sermon that had been in the Concordia Sermon Book. Yes, and after he was done, he shook hands with. Um, Let's see, it was, a, uh, it was the president of the... Johnson, uh-huh. who had written it. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, Johnson just says his face fell. <laughs> it was really yeah. good. Okay, and six. Sixth six verse. And so through all the length of days, thy goodness faileth never. Good shepherd, may I sing thy praise within thy house forever.
0: The way I get across this goodness, that it faileth never. When I'm talking to a person who thinks goodness is failing in his life, I say, when you were growing up in your household, did you believe that everything your parents did for you was good?
1: Yeah, I had a lot of, I mean, I didn't always, you know, I, I, I questioned, uh, but I really remember growing up thinking my, my folks knew, knew everything and, and everything was, it had to be right. Whatever they said had to be the the gospel. Well, I believed that whatever they said I had to do
0: or else I'd get a spanking. (laughs) But I disagreed with them. Why do I have to go to bed at 9 o'clock in order to get to school grade 2 and stay awake? And so what I did is I had a radio I put in my ear. Yeah. (laughs) And I'd listen to it till midnight. (laughs) Then i go to school and Uh fall asleep during the day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I hated breakfast. I just you
1: did. No, I wouldn't eat oh, I it. Love, I still don't. I love breakfast. Yeah, you do? Cuz I don't often eat it, you know. So <laughs> when I'm traveling on a trip, well, I love I love breakfast. Really? Oh, yes. No,
0: I'm not. In fact, I stayed at a home of one of the churches because it was Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, rather than coming all the way back a 300 another mile round trip, I stayed at a home. And so she was preparing breakfast.
1: Oh, I bet it was good, farm fresh. No. Nope. Um, what?
0: the night before egg
1: mcmuffin i had a cheeseburger (laughs) cheeseburger so i woke up in
0: the morning and said you got any more cheeseburgers and that's what i had for breakfast (laughs) that's pretty good oh that was good yeah she was a good cook and so it was a lot of fun doing that but uh no i'm not one for breakfast my first real meal i'll come home at noon sandwich and oh cream of tomato soup or Mm. mushroom soup Soup. Oh. I, I eat a lot of
1: soup yeah. for lunch. Do you? Oh, yes. Uh, do you always go home for lunch? No, I usually just go around the corner to the grocery store and they have soup deli.
0: But you got to pay for that.
1: Eh, yeah, you know.
0: At home, bit. it's free.
1: Well, yeah, but you got to pay for that, too. No, I don't. Louise does.
0: <laughs> it's just nice eating something I didn't pay for.
1: <laughs> so, we have to pay. Ultimately, we have to pay. <laughs> this Sunday is known as... Good Shepherd Sunday. Also, Mother's Day. Don't forget. Don't forget it's also Mother's Day. Well, That's right. You forgot, didn't you? I don't I need to you. Remem- I caught you flat-footed. No,
0: no. I don't need to remember. <laughs> I know it's my Good, good Shepherd Sunday. My mother is in heaven, and Louise isn't my
1: mother. Mine is, too. Yeah. Yes. So um, You still want to be good to the wife, too. She is a mother of your kids. Of well, course. Yeah, so I hope the kids buy her something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I knew it because every Mother's Day we're, we go out to eat the whole family. Oh, yeah. we got to find a restaurant that can hold 12 people. <laughs> That's right. With all the kids and the two families and such. Yeah, we just did that last week. Oh, yeah. My, uh... Grandson, the oldest one, got confirmed. Oh, Saint congratulations! Saint Paul the Pair, and he was in a class
1: of forty. Wow, that's you know that's the size of my confirmation that I was in. Really? Yes, and you know, sad to say, I, most of them I never saw them again. That's yeah. what's sad.
0: Yeah, they uh, did it at the seminary.
1: Uh huh. No kidding.
0: Well, each had, family had their own role. Wow. Yeah. That's,
1: that's where they had confirmation yes. at the seminary chapel. Yeah. The, forty kids.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. And it was that was public school as
0: well as the Christian. Correct, day it was school. about half and
1: half.
2: Yeah,
0: and the ones that um, got confirmed, they had their baptism date rather than their birth
1: date, and then the Bible verse for uh, them. And where are you preaching this Sunday? Preaching, uh, you know, I'm. I'm not preaching this Sunday. My field-ed student from the seminary is preaching. Oh, wow. Yes, he's preaching this Sunday. At Prince of Peace Lutheran Church in Crestwood, just south of the Watson-New Sappington intersection. And field work
0: is someone from
1: the seminary. Yeah, he sure
0: is. Under your tutelage. You bet. Exactly. All right. Um, We'll keep in touch then. Tomorrow, Bible study. Got a comment? Email me at longgospel at longgospel101.com.